have you have you heard of Aristotle's three types of friends? So just remind me which one is Aristotle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Man of the year. Man, man of, of the, the year. year. Man of the year. Man. <laughs> I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. And we are champions of friendship. Matt, it is so good to be sitting next to you today. You look incredible as always. Face glowing. Not a wrinkle. Hair pumped with the legal limit of Propecia. A little bit over the limit. Your hairline has not moved since eighth grade. Let's just hope my kid comes out healthy. It's funny, I was going to say, you're having a baby boy, Mazel Tov, the amount of hair on this baby's head. Oh, you think he drinks my Propecia? Does Propecia go through the I hope so. Let's hope. Let's pray. I mean, he's going to come out like a- Oh, let us pray. Like a gremlin, (laughs) which is great. I come from a long line of hairy men, so it's good. So we have one of the best friendship traditions of all time. Me and Matt are part of a group of nine best friends. We've all known each other since childhood, and for the past 20 years, On the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, we gather at Peter Luger's Steakhouse in Brooklyn, and we have a dinner where we vote on which friend had the best year. Whoever wins gets our giant Man of the Year trophy, which is in the studio right here with us. It's about half a Stanley Cup, maybe two-thirds a Stanley Cup. They get their name engraved on it, and they get to keep the trophy for the rest of the year. And it is an insane night. And let me just explain to you, the voting is completely subjective. You could have had a kid. You could have gotten a new job. You could have made a million dollars. Seriously, that person lost that year. No, no matter what, you just have to convince your friends that you had the best year of life. It's an amazing tradition. I look forward to it every year. And it has kept us close for so long. And that's part of the reason that we're doing this podcast. We feel like there's a lot of people out there who feel detached from their friends, who feel like they don't have any friends. There's an epidemic of loneliness going on. So we want to be there for you. We want to be your homies away from home. Um, I'm very excited about this. Dude. I was actually reading uh, Aristotle, of all people. He broke down friendship. Like, he gets it. He has the whole... Have you, have you heard of Aristotle's three types of friends? So just remind me, which one is Aristotle? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's Greek. He's one of the thinkers. There was Plato, and there was Aristotle, and there was Socrates, and there were a bunch of other guys that we kind of learned in third grade, and that's it. Aristotle, I, I thought this was crazy because we're doing this podcast about friendship, and, and just like Googling friendship stuff, Aristotle came up with three types of friendship. So the first type is called friendship of pleasure. Second type is friendship of utility. Third type is friendship of virtue. So these are the different types of friends, right? Like okay. friend, of, friend of pleasure, friend of, of utility, friend of virtue. Okay. First question is what type of friend am I? Well, what does each one mean? Friend of pleasure. That one. <laughs> And you're going to say that friend of pleasure is somebody that you do things with. You have a, like a, a shared, you know, you're going to have a good time with, you're going to, got it. You know, you'll go party with whatever, you know, you, you want to do immoral things. You call a friend of pleasure. We got it. Uh, friend of utility is somebody that you share common interest with, like your gym buddy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your, your school friend, work friend, work friend. Yeah. And then friend of virtue is somebody that you actually have like a deeper relationship. So he says the first two, or kind of surface. The friend of virtue is like somebody who actually wishes well for you and vice versa. And like friend of pleasure is like, you know, you don't really call them 
Unless you're going to a concert or something. Right, right. Well, I mean, I think probably both friends of virtue, just by virtue of just, it's been 35 years. Yeah, eventually you you have to become. Clearly, uh, you're my friend of pleasure and I'm your friend of utility. Absolutely. I would have absolutely say, I would say if if we, if we surveyed our friends, they'd go, Matt's definitely the pleasure friend, Carrie's utility friend. Although you're, you're, I I would say your pleasure utility combo. Yeah, I'm a good hybrid. I'm pure, I'm pure pleasure. Yeah, if you want to go out and like make some questionable decisions. Call this guy, friend of pleasure. Ingest some questionable things. Yeah, I want to get a t-shirt that says friend of pleasure. That's like my first order with this podcast. But I I was thinking about that too, because I was like, damn, am I the friend of pleasure? Like that kind of hurts my feelings when I think about it. I mean, is that worse than being a friend of utility? Like you call me when you don't know how to use Dropbox. Right. Actually, I did do that this week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make you feel bad if you're, if I was like, oh, you're a friend of utility? I mean, I say we talk probably 20 times a week. Okay. 18 of those times you asking me questions. <laughs> so I, I treat you as a friend of utility. I, but I, but I, I don't mind it. Yeah. But I, I feel that I get treated as a friend of pleasure by a lot of people. I mean, that's a, you know, to be a good time, Charlie, it's not a bad. Yeah. I, I think as I get older, I, I kind of don't like it as much. Cause it's like, oh, I've built, I've actually backed myself into a corner now. For Aristotle to come up with this, what were they doing that they called someone a friend of? Oh my God. You know, those togas. The owl times. And now was this the time of the Libertines? Is that, oh yeah. I mean. I think that was like 5,000 years 5, later. later, but yeah. I mean, there, there was a very Libertine environment. Right. You know. Did they wearing underwear under the toga? No, no. Just toga and lots of grapes being fed to them. So they go to the bathroom. They that lift house. the toga up front. You think? Well, first of all, you're making a huge assumption that there is a bathroom. Well, in a, a latrine, a, 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 a hole ditch. in the gr- yeah, yeah, a hole in the ground. Yeah, I don't think you need to lift it. I think you just squat on the ground and you kind of. Flows. You're saying the ancient Greeks sat when they peed? Oh yeah, when they pee. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about women. For some reason, I was thinking about women. Wow. Uh, That's a first. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that doesn't even make any sense. I, I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know what the implication is, but I guess. I, actually, I think the toga, like, it, doesn't it kind of like go across? It had, like, a I mean, whole... I was, we had a big toga party for, in, 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 in college. That was our big fraternity. Did you thing. wear an underwear underneath? So I wore t- t- underwear underneath. We had an amazing t shirts, which we'll post. It said, Zeta Bita Tau Toga Party. I came up with the slogan, Come in your sheets. Ooh. But anyway, in, in ancient times, I've got a toga. You're lifting it up. Yeah. You're peeing. Yeah. And then you just. Drop it there's back a lot down. of little get, pee. There's a lot get, of sprinkles. Okay. There's got to be a lot of sprinkles on the like the inner area of that. Right. Like when they're walking around, it's a little wet. But you know, it's also you got to remember, like there were no streets. You're walking around. There's like mud on your. There's feet. There's also no showering. I think there's they, no showering. Yeah, everybody right. stunk. Right. You have to remember, everybody reeked up until like 1970. So all that being said, you know, just, like think about this. Like, yeah. people weren't even like showering regularly to like. I don't know, 15 years ago. Yeah. I went from 1970 <laughs> and now it's, now it's Gen Z. I'm sure there's a TikTok. No, now it's going back. Yeah. Now they're showering yeah. less. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're environmentalists. Don't shower, you capitalist pig. And then the friend of utility would be like, oh, they have extra ropes that go around the toga. That's yeah, me. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. me. Hey, Carol, I forgot. Yeah. You know I would have forgotten my rope. Oh, you would oh, show like, up to Senate? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, dude. Dick out? <laughs> Full bush, because that's what they had. Yeah, Carol, I need to borrow can yeah. I borrow one of your, one of your you, ropes? You would be, you would hold, be yeah, holding yeah, it together? Like, wait, why is he, uh, everybody has to raise their hand for the vote. Uh, like a housewife <laughs> who went to get the paper and got locked out and is in their robe. This is you at the Senate. 
to vote on. Yes, I, yes, I, I, I believe Caesar should not rule by himself. Okay, we've combined Rome and Greece. Yeah, we yeah. are. They two- copy well. The, the Romans copied the Greeks anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, my point was is that I, I feel like I've backed myself into it. as an adult. Like, can I branch out from friend of pleasure? Or is that just, are you stuck being who you are? I guess I'm kind of stuck. Once you have a kid, you'll become a little bit more utility. You would hope. I, I told Jesse, I want to get a sports car instead of a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Two door, Miata. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to Miata. Um, so I was on a date recently. Okay. He and, doesn't usually tell me about his dates, guys. And uh, So he's going to tell you. I read about this sort of line you can use, not an icebreaker, just like a good, you know, conversational thing on a date. And that question is, what is your role in the friend group? It like gets a conversation going. You learn about the person. It's not like a really deep thing. Uh, what do you think about that? It's just like an icebreaker to like, it could be, that is I, I think it's camp. a great, I think yeah. it's a great icebreaker. And I think it's an immediate red flag if the girl's like, I don't have any girlfriends. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, yes. So it's also a great yes. red flag spotter. She goes, I don't have a friend group, which, you know, some people yeah. don't have a friend group, but yeah. if she's like, I'm only friends with guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm only friends with then guys. I'm, like, I'm getting lucky tonight, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what is your role in our friend group? Well, what are the options? I mean, there's life of the party, organizer, secret keeper, aka the vault, the mother hen, okay. the rich friend, yeah. the lawyer. The, the 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 butt of the jokes, the punching bag, punching bag, uh, the muscle, the muscle. I mean, I think I'm the um, well, as we just talked about, friend of pleasure. But I think I'm I'm also the um, tip of the spear uh-huh. when we go out. I'm the uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. Know. Let me let me go make friends with everybody else at the bar. And, cannon fodder, yeah, yeah, exactly. cannon fodder. Um, uh, legal expert, legal yeah, legal expert that can yeah. come in handy. I don't know, I don't know what. I don't know what my role, my role is definitely, um, trying to make sure people have a good time. That's my role. Yeah. I said life of the party. Well, yeah. Um, you know, set opener. Yeah. I'll stay late. Yep. It's your birthday. I'm always going to yep. be the Come guy. late, stay late. Yeah. I'll stay late. I'll make sure you get home. Yeah. Uh, or get somewhere. So what I, is your role? I think my role is one. I'm the historian. I historian. Have like, I, have the, I have pictures. From, oh, the friend historian. Yeah, very important. Okay, I uh, never really thought of that as a like if as a role. Out, I mean, I think that's yeah. You're like, remember that party from 2012? Yeah, and yeah. I show you a picture. You're like, I love this. Actually, I do love it. I just yeah. never, I never thought we needed it, but I do now. Uh, I mean, I, I basically sort of, you know, I keep the rules for the man of the year. Like, I have the Constitution, the winner. You're list. the uh, parliamentarian. I'm the parliamentarian. I'm also, I'd also, you know, life of the party. Yes, you uh, play a lot of roles. I would say actually, you're the connector. Connector, yes, absolutely. Um, I'm the secret keeper of the group. I am this vault. Yeah, you the got secrets that I have. You got some secrets. It's the secrets. Yes. I'm sitting. You saw that thing from the other day that they they were celebrating that Russian soldier yeah. from 30 years ago who it, he got an alert that U.S. had launched nukes and he could have started World War III, oh, but yeah. he didn't. I'm sitting on minute. Oh men. yeah, no, you're holding valises. I mean, this man is holding, he couldn't get through security at the airport. They'd be like, oh, sorry, you have a third bag. We don't allow third bags. You'd be like, I pay for them. They'd be like, no, but you have a fourth bag of secrets. I've got the nuclear football, I mean, big gloves. Oh my, yeah, yeah. big, like those yeah. foam gloves. That's how big your hands have to be to carry. Uh, you got yeah, some secrets. That's why nobody makes fun of me because no, you can't you, come you, back 10 times worse. why nobody ends friendships with yeah. me. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, because I have all the they dirt. They can't. They can't. They can't. God, what, what, what a horrible thing to think about. <laughs> Nobody can wow, ever really break just, up with you as a friend. Yeah. I think I would like to hear that. If I, you know, if, I think if you were on a date, I think that's cool. If a girl was like, oh, yeah, I keep I'm the secrets. secret keeper of the group. That's sexy. Um, okay. The secret keeper. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you like a girl to say, though? Uh, what's the best answer for that? That's a great question. If she's like, I'm the, I'm the partier. You know, I mean, or, on, a, on a first date, really, if she's like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the party. I'm the party. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm the organizer. I like, like, sort of, yeah. like, like, both of us sort of organize stuff yeah. for the gang. Yeah. Like, you want an organizer. Yeah, um, no, I definitely put together a lot the of The moms. One girl said the, she's like the mom of the group. You don't want it, you don't want that. I like to be mommed. Yeah, you are kind of, because yeah, you are kind of the mom of the group. You'd be with your, yeah, you don't want to be with somebody who's like Kiro. I don't think. Not, not in an insulting way. I just don't think. Do you really want to be the, somebody who's a female version of Kara? Who's organized? Yeah. Life of the party and takes a lot of pictures? God, am I on a, like a bachelorette party when I go out? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, okay, I have, I have a scenario for yeah. you. And a, and a, a hypothetical scenario, yeah. okay? Let's say you got tickets to a concert. Free tickets. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is, but for fun, let's pick... Uh, who, who's the band that you guys love from high school? Blink-182? No, uh, no, we all love them. That, like, like the, oh, live. Live, live. Do you uh, even know, have you ever heard of live? Unbelievable fucking Gen Z staff we have. Throwing copper? If they've heard the song, if you play it. So let's just say you get... Lightning crashes? So let's say you get free tickets to live, Hollywood yeah. Bowl. Yeah. You want to see if I want to go. Tell me what the text you would send to me is. Yo, got two tickets to Hollywood Bowl. You want to come? So, good, good, good normal text. Uh, our friend Adam... Yeah. Our great friend, one of yeah, our best yeah. friends, he sends me a text the other day and it just says, do you have plans Sunday? Okay. End of text thread. Because he wants you to first admit uh, you have no plans. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so then you're automatically forced your hand back against the wall to going, no, I don't have plans. And he's like, good, you're going to this concert. Right, right. Ooh, it's sneaky. Now, as we know, Adam usually has great stuff, yeah. so it's fine. But I don't like that. I don't like that either. Like, a little, a little test of like, tell me, I don't have plans for what? I know, then you end up having to lie. Yeah. It's like, I, I, did, I did that, like, uh, I did that where somebody was like, pulled the, do you have any plans? And it was like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this birthday dinner thing. Oh, It's like yeah. only eight people. Ooh. And yeah. I was like, oh, we're not that close. I don't right. know if I want to be at an eight. Right. So then, like, I basically had said yes. Yeah. So then I like gave it a day, and I was like, "Oh, um, my wife's friend's coming in from from out of town, actually." Right. He's like, "And you didn't know that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really check with her." Yeah, we don't have a good. Things. We don't have a good relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, "You don't have it in the cal. You don't have a shared calendar, which we obviously do." Yeah. Uh, it wasn't in there. I think the text should have who, what, where, when, and why, like a journalism. Yeah, like, like a journalism, like a journalism. Yeah. Like a journalism. Yeah, but like a, a look, I mean, I think the, <laughs> like flip, a journalism. the flip side is sometimes you're selling something that's not so great and you got to... Not the flip side. Oh, you mean from the, from the yeah, inviter? From yeah, the inviter. Yeah. Listen, sometimes I'm selling something that I want somebody to come with that's not that, like, not for everybody, but I had a Pearl Jam concert that I couldn't get takers on. Really? Yeah, which is weird, you know? Or, um, or just like watching it. I just like want to go to like Barney's and watch a football game, you know? So you're saying if you're doing something that you think other people aren't going to want to do, you, you're shysty about it. 
no, I've never, I've never been, but I think it's a good idea. Now that I'm thinking about right. it, I want to, right. I want to switch strategy. No wonder I don't get anybody to come. You no wonder why me. everyone loves Adam. Yeah, everyone, this, no, no wonder yeah. everybody, nobody wants to go with me, like axe throwing or you know archery. Those are fun activities, but yeah. like, I guess you know bird watching. I would never when I, when I yeah. want to go bird watching. It's it's a hard, tough sell. If I but I, if I did that, I was like, hey, what are you doing Sunday morning? Have any plan? And then they're like, no. I'm like, great. I got us two tickets. To the Autobot Society, <laughs> it's right. You know, it's right. the it's it's the uh, hatching of of the uh, hummingbirds. The the corollary to that is yeah. the text that says just says, "What are you up to?" Okay, like, what are you a sociopath? I know, I know. What are you up to? I mean, what do you What am I up to? I'm yeah. up to. I'm fucking living my life. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to? I mean, if what are you up to? Because Prince Harry's at my apartment. I always also feel pressured into act, having to act like I'm actually doing something. I'd be like, I'm deep in this script. Yeah, man. like I've actually, it's always one. I'm, I'm always yeah. like, I'm at deep in a deep in a rewrite. Yeah, on a rewrite. Deep in a rewrite. I'm on deadline. It's I'm on deadline. Yeah, it's you know, it's seven. By the way, when you move to LA, you realize how much of an asshole everybody is because when you like try to make plans with somebody, that's always what they say. Meanwhile, there's no such thing as a deadline. I know. Every deadline is made up. I know. We we really need this for the weekend read. And no, you we'll don't. give you notes on Monday. No, you don't. Never hear from them again. Not you're not, Ghost. Yeah, you're never gonna read that. You're never gonna talk to me again. You needed that. You needed that yeah. read Friday. So I think we should make a rule. If you're texting someone for plans, all the information should be in the first text. So it's just got to be a block text. Tuesday, eight o'clock, live, Hollywood Bowl. I'm paying. Who the money and <laughs> and who else is going? Oh, right, right. this is actually a funny story about the who else yeah. is going because I got snookered. So um, my friend, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to say names or anything because I don't want to embarrass anybody. But so my friend invited me to a charity thing he was doing, mm-hmm. and uh, I said I would do it because it was important. You know, I was like I want to, you know, you want to support your friend's charities. Eh. And then I thought I was going to be at his table. <laughs> I just assumed if I'm like driving all this yeah. way to go do it, yeah. I was going to be at his table. And then I found out I was at a table with somebody that I don't really care for. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So then I just made up an excuse for why I could no longer go to the charity. And then I tripled the amount of, of giving. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I 10 X the amount I was giving. Well, so you gave a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I gave a sizable amount to not spend time with a person that I didn't really want to spend time with, but I also felt I was bait and switched. Yeah. You got snuckered. You got hoodwinked. Yeah. Because if he, if I, if I, if he had put in their charity event, this, that you got to pay a hundred, but, you're going to sit at my table 
And right. here's who's going to be at the table. Right. Instead, he put me at another table with a person I'm not so fond of. And I'm like, my time is valuable. Out. Pass. And here's a lot of money. to. I feel guilty that I got myself into this mess because the Cairo rule wasn't abided by. Yeah. Speaking of texts and charities, have you donated to any political campaigns? I don't want to get into politics. I just want to know if you've donated to any political campaigns. The amount of texts I'm getting. The amount of texts that you get. What the hell? First of all, I thought they, Congress passed like an anti-spam text thing. And now everybody in Congress, you give them $10. Next thing you know, right? Like, oh, you give to somebody in California. Why am I getting texts from the water commissioner race in Idaho? Yeah. Oh, hey, hey Zeke Miller is in a hot race for water commissioner in Idaho. He could really use your help. Stop to end. Yes. Yeah, st- Stop, Stop to, to end. Stop to end. Like, yeah. in w- when did this start? Like, we, ha- we, have to, we have to fight against this. Like, now I don't even want the person that I gave the original donation to to win. Should we use stop to end in real life? Stop to end in real life. Yeah. In fr- for f- any text? I'm, I get, sometimes get texts from people. On Capitals? Right. S-T-O-P? Stop to f- do no further text on this person. Permanent. Done. You're, you're deleted as stop a friend. Stop to end. Ooh, I like stop yeah. to end. I really like that. Yeah. But there's really no take backs from stop to end. You mean you can't come back from that? No, you can't come back from that. I mean, if you're, te- if you're, well, if it's with a close friend, you can. It's like a, a well, diss. It's like you fucking text me too much. Right. I mean, I mean, like, I send to you, I probably send like 19. Sometimes I'm like, did I send him too many? T-? I send like 19 in a row. I mean, all your threads are on silent mode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even check text. So it doesn't matter. Wait, do you, do you, does your text make a sound when you receive no, it? None of them? No, I have my phone silent. Oh, really? Yeah. All the time? Yeah. What about phone calls? Um, let's just keep it on silent. God, you live your life in such a yeah, weird way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Who's calling me? Nobody. So your phone doesn't make any sound. I see it. I see it. It's sitting next to me on the desk. Matt's phone, he has, like a woman, he has a case that is also his wallet. Yeah. It opens up. He's got his fucking... You know, Filene's basement card in it. He's got. It's important. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, no, it's worse than that. It's important. I got my Bloomies card in there. He's got everything in it. I got my and, SAG card in there. And so the reason why Matt has this. I got this, my Blue Cross Blue Shield card in there. Is so he can lose everything he owns at once. Yeah. I've got my New York Subway card in there. You got your New York Fitness. You don't even. Yeah. You know? I've got my Subway Subway card in there. With it's the like card. George Costanza's wallet with a phone and then he, le- he loses it immediately. You know, it's so thick in my, in my front leg. I, I That's know what longer, she said. Yeah, she's never said that either. It was, yeah, I, I, no lo- <laughs> I no longer have hair on the front part of my leg. Shut up. No, I'm serious. There's like a, a, like a it's like a, I don't know, I, I burned it off. God. Just like we're studying Aristotle's words 5,000 years later, in the year 7,000, they're like, Matthew Ritter, but what was on the skeleton's eye? <laughs> was it a spear? Was it a, some sort of tool? It was his Filene's basement card. It was his Filene's card. basement card. And it was found 3,000 miles away because he lost it. <laughs> so you greased a bouncer at a fraternity house at USC Homecoming when we were in our 40s to try to get into a party. But he also wasn't a bouncer. He was a kid. He was just a guy standing He was just there. a guy standing by the door. Matt would just give $100 to anybody. Well, yeah, I just greased the wheels. I, you know what? I just... I've seen it done, and it just it just appeals to me. Do you remember we were? I'm out- really good at it now. Like I can, I could grease your palms, and you just are like, wow. You just slid that hundred dollar bill in my hand. I didn't even know it was happening. Well, let me ask and you. You're a question. also like, I'm not a bouncer. Why did that happen? <laughs> do, do you remember we, we, we you greased someone once, and he gave the money back because like the bar's closed. Like I can't even take this in good in good faith. I've greased so many people, I can't even keep track. 
Okay, I have a Greece question. Yeah. You're going to Greece. Yeah. Before you Greece, yeah. give the money. First, there's the fold, obviously. But don't you need to know if that person- I mean, you have an, a sense of who you're, who you're giving it to. I mean, obviously, I didn't, I didn't realize that it was an 18-year-old at a fraternity party. I wouldn't have given him the $100. That. Although I probably still would have because he was standing by the entrance. But let's say, Dan Tan, is anything, you go somewhere- Greece, and you're like, you think we get a table? And he's like, we we literally were, we're at full capacity. There are no tables. Then you just greased. Does he give the money back? Like, he can't do anything for you. Here's the thing. Usually he can. Okay. Usually he's just saying to peons like you, I can't do anything for well, you. Well, I'm with you standing next well, to you. Well, yeah, if you're yeah. not with me, you're yeah. a peon. Yeah. But he's just saying that to the gen pop who's not willing to grease him $100 to have a good night. So saying greasing is 100% effective. Not 100% effective, but in my experience, it's a lot more effective. They're not than not greasing, obviously. No, no, it's a lot more effective than you think. So I went to a place in Sag Harbor. Uh-huh. Because you love when I say Sag Harbor. Oh, yeah. God. And I heard- drink. He mentioned, so he went to Sag Harbor this summer, everybody. Yes. Every summer. And I, Every summer. How many summers? Two. <laughs> <laughs> you Sag Harbor simpleton. And I heard the guy say exactly what you said, right? So I think most people- who are thinking about greasing get scared off when they hear the guy go, there's no table, sorry, I can't help you. Right. It's, it, the, the restaurant's full, there's nothing I can do. You see a family in front of you, it's like, sorry, there's nothing I can do. Like, I'm just like, no, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. You see a guy with slick back hair, wearing a nice blazer, with a French accent, that guy is greasable. He's greasy. Greasy. He's grease worthy. <laughs> right. He came here to be greased. Right. That is, his purpose is the greasy. He's the greasy. I'm the greaser. I need a greasy. I'm a greaser in search yeah. of a greaser. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So right. I went up to him. This is how I did it. I went up to him. I said, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Um, and the second you say, can I talk to you for a second? Now he knows he's getting greased properly. Uh-huh. Okay? Now he knows. Is that the universal grease? I think so. It's one of them. It's one of them. It's, it, oh, the other one is, hey, it's great to see you again. You know? This, oh, really? This, like, as if you own the place. And so I said, can I talk to you for a second? And then I said, I, so I first, I, I put the hand out, but you keep it there. You hold that handshake nice and long. I go, yeah. I know it's very full. And if you can't do anything, that's totally fine. Yeah. It's my friend's birthday. It would be great if you can get us anything, the bar or whatever, you know, happy to wait. Thank you. Usually they're like, I'll take care of you. Let me ask you this. When do they look at the grease amount? Oh, they don't look. They don't look right in front of you. Oh, but, So I think there's two things you're asking, right? Like one, well, why don't you just put a dollar and fold it up there? Well, then you can never go back to that place again. But two, I think a guy who's a greasy, Feels he's good. got a Helen Keller level of feel. Yeah. The man can just close his eye. He can, he can have no sense of sight or hearing, but man, he can tell the difference between a Jackson and a Benjamin and a Sacagawea coin. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, this one's got the new, uh, the the new, new security line, strip. The new, yeah. He, Wait. He can, Right this way, yeah. sir. <laughs> so the, the greasing amounts, I say, um, are either 40 or 100. Here's why. Because I think a lot of people grease 20, and maybe that's not effective. Mm. But if you grease 40, the guy knows it's a 40. He knows there's two bills. He knows those are that 40 bucks. So, you know, if it's a place that you know, doesn't require the hundo, but some places, listen, not every place, uh, 100's excessive. Do you have $100 bills on you right now? Yeah. It's in your... Uh iPhone wallet purse. It's not in there right now, but if I go out, there's always going to be a couple hundreds in there. But so sometimes my wife kind of is like, you don't need to give him a hundred dollars. And I'm like, well, then you don't need to have a good night. 
we could just go to freaking Applebee's and we don't need any of this. This is why we're not eating at Ground Round. Yeah, anymore, this is like why we're not eating at the Ground Round. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, it, to me, it's like a lot of people waste their money on a lot of different things. Like I enjoy not waiting online for an hour. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, a hundred done, you know, but do it the right way. Cause yeah, your hundred could also go unnoticed. Meaning, meaning if it feels like a meat grease, the guy probably thinks it's a 20, but he hasn't looked at it. I know. This is insane. These rules make no sense. But he's looked at you and he knows the difference between a 20 greaser and a hundred greaser. I'm a hundred. Except that he, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. He's also going to look look. the first chance he gets. Right. But that's also good too, because there's a delayed gratification of knowing that the guy might think you're a 20 guy and he might kind of give you the the schluff off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, man. It's busy. You know, after you've given him the thing and then he, you know, turns the corner, right? And you know, and then he's like, (laughs) Then he comes back to you and he's like, oh, I got you. And it's like, yeah, respect must be paid. Or you could just like be successful and not have to grease and be famous. And right. No, right. That. That's the key is to be, a, is to be post-grease. Yeah. Post-grease. Yeah. So speaking of greasing, you know, I actually told somebody we were doing this podcast and he's like a really successful young startup millionaire. Mm-hmm. And I, I just casually was like, yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, different types of friends. And I mentioned the rich friend. He's like, oh, Actually, I would, I would be interested to listen to that because I'm curious, like, how do you deal with, you know, when friends are at different, you know, financial levels, like, how do you handle that? Like, I, he was like being genuine. He was like, I don't know what to do in my interactions. And like, when I go out or when we go away, like, I don't, I don't really know how to handle that. Because he, he's the rich one. He's the rich one. Right. He was asking me genuinely, how do you uh, interact? You know, we have a few rich friends in our group. I'm curious, like, I know how I interact with our rich friends. How do you interact or how do you kind of like, when, when you go out to dinner with one of our rich friends, like. I don't bring my wallet. <laughs> are you serious? Uh, I feel like you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one time I forgot my wallet. I was like, I don't need it anyway. I think that the rich people, they're, they enjoy different things. Yeah. And the rich friend wants different things. And the rich friend just wants to have fun or yeah. hang out. Yeah. And so like our value is different. Yeah. Like my value is to like go out and be a friend of pleasure. Right. Right. So the rich friend's role is to be the rich friend is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, so when when, they're the friend of utility, yeah, the friend of utility, like if you get rich as a friend in a group, you got to own that. I'm sorry. But like, if you're a rich friend who's like, yeah, let's all split it eight ways. And you're, you know, extremely wealthy. Like you can do that. Fine. But also, I think the cool thing is the occasional, like, yeah, I got this. Not make it a thing, but like, you know, just, I got this. Our rich friends have been pretty good. Our rich friends have been- Extremely good. Our rich friends and family have been extremely good. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think you should assume it. I think if you're not the rich friend, never assume it. Never assume it. Never assume it. Treat them like, hey, we're all paying our fair share at this dinner. But I do think, note to the rich friend, like, you know, when you've- succeeded in life and you have these friendships i think your role is you gotta be the baller i know certain people which is like you know the, the inner circle when when we're really like hit it when we're really yeah. really wealthy they will they would never pay for a drink ever again ever again yeah when i'm there oh totally never again totally and i and i think part of it is because we have actual genuine friendships that are not based on transactional nature of it i think right. it depends on when you've met this rich friend right because right. like if you're 
trying to be a new friend to to somebody who's very wealthy, yeah. it could feel really uncomfortable if you're just like, oh, I didn't bring my wallet. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I will, I have set the land speed record for slowest move to the no, wallet. The move, the, the slow crawl I to got, it. What what do I owe? Yeah, yeah what do I owe? What do, as you're getting in the Uber, what did yeah. I owe? Uh, what, what, did I, I owe? what did I owe? <laughs> just, just so I know, what did I owe? What did I owe? Yeah. Or the text later. Hey, what, hey, did, what I did I owe yeah. on that? Hey, yeah. hey, what would I uh what would I have owed on that? Yeah. What, what would just just out of curiosity? What, no, but that's yeah. the other thing. I think the one fair I think actually I think the fair deal is you don't get to know. You don't get to know. You don't get to know how much it is. If if you didn't pay. If you don't get, oh. if you didn't pay, you don't get to know. Oh, I don't want to know. Yeah. But you shouldn't look at the tab. Like oh. if you didn't pay, don't look. look at the tab. Don't open the tab. No, but people do that. I feel like that's a thing where you're at a restaurant and somebody pays and somebody else is like, oh, how much was it? It's like, do not disrespect me in my in the house of the Lord, in the rich friend house of the Lord in the year 2022. <laughs> do not disrespect me by opening up the tab or even asking about it. And I feel like I learned that from, um, you know, like you used to have like a, it would be like a, you know, if you were out with a parent and they offered to pay, like, and you tried to look at the bill or something. I think I got, like got my hand slapped one time. Matt. If we're out with one of our rich friends and the bill comes, I am so far from that little little book. You're, you're, you're we put you at the opposite. Yeah, end. take a peek. Yeah, no. Well, also the girl knows. She looks around the table. She's like, "Oh, he's there." So the they're bill on must, the other side. It must be over yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> the bill must be way over there on that end. I, I didn't even. Sometimes I'm like, "The bill came." <laughs> Everyone's standing up. No, I, that is the best feeling. Oh yeah, like oh, all right. Yeah. So we should go. Out. I'm like, "What do you mean? We didn't even pay yet?" We, we, oh no, it's it's, it's been it's taken care of. Yeah, it's been taken. It's been taken care of. I mean, it's yeah. That's the greatest thing you can hear at a restaurant. Oh, it's been taken yeah. care of. Or at a hotel. Oh, when you go when you go away with a friend and they pay. Oh, I mean, now I'm married. I don't have like male friends paying for my vacations, but I used to. So, speak- but I but I definitely used to. So, speaking of having the meal taken care of, what do you think when you go to a restaurant and you know the owner proprietor? Someone who works there, chef, waiter. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. And you're like, we are getting fucking hooked. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. And then you get dessert. That's it? Dessert on the house. That's it? Sorbet for everyone who wants sorbet. What is going through your head when you tell your friends, come on by? Because you should know that we're thinking, should I bring my wallet? I don't even need my wallet. No wallet. The no chef, wallet. the owner? I know the owner. Owns I know it? the chef. Why should I pay? I mean, it's, it's on the house. He's making it. It's just like being in his house. Here's a, here's a collection of sherbet, local sherbet. <laughs> so many sherbet. Here's some cookies we have. Why are there so many sherbet? I don't want this. I don't want your sherbet. We don't want your sherbet. Free lobster? Free lobster, I want. Dude, remember the time we Ooh. went. To this was a secondary. This is so Matt. You guys, I wish you're gonna get to know Matt. Matt was like, come to this restaurant. I know the chef. He's gonna fucking make shit for us. He's gonna give shit for. We show up. Oh, where's the chef? Oh, he's not working today. He wasn't even working. <laughs> he wasn't even working. Didn't you talk to him? Like, no, I just figured. He just figured. Well, usually the chefs never take a night off. In, in my defense, chefs they're like their wives are like, I'm in labor. It's like, oh, sorry, I. Yeah, there's a big crowd tonight. It's a Someone's Sunday. Gotta... It's a Sunday. Like, what do you want me to do? Sunday's a big night for us. You yeah. Know? She's like, well, you know, they're doing a C-section. It's an emergency. I might die on the table. I'm sorry. It's a Tuesday. That's a big night for us. You know how many, what do they call it? Tables, tops? Covers. The other thing they do that it's secondarily as bad. I mean, obviously the sherbet's the worst, but the other worst thing is if they even do hook you up, it's usually after you're full. 
Right. Right. right? Like you've already ordered too much. Cause you're like, should I, I'm thinking maybe we just order this. And then the waiter's like, no, that's not going to be enough food. And you're like, are you sure? And they're like, no, you should order more. And you're like, all right, I guess I'll get the steak and the lobster and everything. And then, and then you're like three quarters of the way through the steak. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, would you like this never ending pasta bowl? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the house. And then you have to big, give a good tip. Oh, so you pay, you more. pay more and you, you pay yeah. more. I think I pay more when I know the chef. So yeah, I think the takeaway is if you're the rich friend, you have a role, you know, you're doing it, but I hope you get it. You know, you also have to appreciate your rich friends. You got to appreciate them. Like they're doing it also to feel like the rich friend. You have to do a lot of gratitude. A lot of gratitude. More than you, more than is earnest. Yeah. Yeah. You got to lay it on thick. <laughs> thick. thick. Yeah. They like, they like yeah. that kind of like, cause they cheesy, like easy. They're like, the, it's a little cheesy. They like going, no problem. It's, oh, don't worry about it. They like, they like going like that. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Don't even. Yeah. I got, I got it. Yeah. I got it. But, you know, they like ordering for you too. Sometimes it's a little emasculating, but you gotta go, you gotta take the go to the bed. Sometimes you just have an, have to have another man order sushi for you. Oh, I like being ordered for. Of course you do. I like being taken. I like being a kept man by my male friends. Why am I not surprised? And But also, if you're the chef, like, I would love, if there's any chefs uh, listening, like, I listen, I love my chef friends. I just want to know, like, are we, are we, well, I, we're obviously being assholes, but are we not accurate? Or maybe they do hook up people that are not us. And also- What's your experience? No, I, I just want to know what your experience is if you're the audience. Have you had this experience? Also, we want to know what your role in your friend group is. So tell us, like, what you do for your friends. Are you a friend of pleasure? Are you a friend of utility? Are you the historian? Are you the secret keeper? Are you the mom? Ugh. And that's our show. Hey. Guys, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe. Uh, give us a five-star rating. Write a review, even if it's a quick one. Even if it's just Matt and Aaron are well hung. Uh, we're on social. It's half truth. We're on social. It's mostly true. At Man of the Year Podcast on TikTok and Instagram and everything else. Be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Love you, Love buddy. you buddy.